welcome back to our first episode of A Whole Design Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Elise. And today we will be introducing to you to our new podcast. Welcome everyone. So glad you can be here. Woot woot. Elise, are you happy to be here? I'm so happy to be here. I'm a little tired, but aren't we all? We are tired. (laughs) This is true. It's been a long day of work. Um, not gonna lie, this is our second time recording this because the first time didn't work. Yes, the audio but was a bit wonk. That's okay. We're learning. This is a learning experience for us, if you will. Today, we are hoping to walk you through our podcast, give you an idea of what we're going to talk about, why we started the podcast, and then also go through what we're hoping to be the schedule of a regular episode where we'll have a catch-up, talk about our weeks, and then hop into the topic of the episode. But we're going to start out with what is the podcast? What is a whole design podcast? Why did she start? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to lead us off yes so emily and i became friends in college and we became best friends in college this is true sorry don't lie to the people (laughs) i'm like actually this is my time (laughs) this is how i find out (laughs) so we lived we became friends sophomore year we lived together junior year senior year and senior year i chose to bring my karaoke machine and that's when we really kind of about a year and a half ago now started like kind of throwing the idea back and forth of starting a podcast because Mm -hmm. we would always use the karaoke machine not to sing I mean to sing sometimes but (laughs) primarily just to feel like we were better than everyone else because we had microphones and we would just talk as if we already had like a platform exactly So, so yeah that's how we started and here we are now like a year and a half for me like post-grad and only like a few months post-grad for you because you went to get your master's miss smarty pants so that's me miss smarty pants got my second degree under my belt (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we met in college we started talking about a podcast literally a year and a half ago i can't believe it's been so long i feel like literally our 2 a.m jam sashes and like pod faux podcasts if you will <laughs> were like a week or two ago like genuinely and it's yeah. been a year and a half which is really not okay it's um, kind of depressing because i also realized not to make it about me but in only like a few months i will be 25 and then it will be my quarter life crisis girl you're gonna be 24 no i am you are not 24. Oh my god. I'm 23. Do you feel yes. better about yourself now? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, <laughs> we're tired, guys. Don't worry. Not me us. giving myself an extra year on life. Yikes. Wow. Oops. You know what? Um, <laughs> when it backfires. <laughs> <laughs> not her having a quarter life crisis at the age of 23. <laughs> Let's be realistic. I'm not living to 100. This is my quarter life crisis. Uh, (laughs) 
I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, we're definitely gonna be those two like old people in the nursing home, like causing a ruckus. Though, can we please like continue the pod until we're old in our nursing homes, <gasps> and that's when we start talking Wait, mad smack? Can you imagine? <laughs> Billy over there, he cheated in bingo last week, and I still haven't forgiven him. That's when, like, the pod listeners, though, like, if they come from here to all the way there, like, that would be great. The real OGs. Everyone listening today is a real OG podcast listener, and when we're 90 doing our podcasts from our beds because we can't move, that's how you know. AKA the only OGs are going to be, like, our boyfriends who are going to be our husbands. (laughs) <laughs> at that point and our sisters mm, fair fair mm. i don't even know if my sister would want to hear, listen to really oh it's no i'll her. make her it's okay you better yeah we need the listeners anyways we jig digress jig as it. always this will definitely happen often all the time <laughs> okay but why did we start this podcast emily <laughs> tell the family why did tell we the start people. Oh, goodness. Well, lots of reasons. Beyond us being obsessed with a karaoke machine at 2 a.m., we also saw a gap, if you will, in podcasts and people who host different talk shows never talk about the design community. Elise and I are both interior designers and interior architects, and we love our profession um enjoy what we do work is fun like a good amount of the time i'd say would you say yeah i'd say it's like 90 percent, and then the 10 percent is just i mean like any job like the annoying parts but yes the annoying parts of your job but we had been talking and I was really interested in finding a design podcast, something to keep up with trends and little learn a little bit more about design. And I could not find a single podcast that really was relatable and that was interesting. And I don't think Elise found any either. We were both looking a little bit and Yeah. No one with like thought, a platform I've found is like an yes. interior designer. Or if they are, like on social media, people are just more I mean, I get it. More interested in like the finishes and like the, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the more aesthetically There's... pleasing stuff we do, not like the nitty gritty, and not that we're gonna get like yeah. technical and like boring because that's not who we are either. But mm-hmm. I feel like this is just a good resource of yeah, talking about how design yeah. encompasses like every aspect of your life and just kind of bringing it to lights for everyone. Mm-hmm, definitely and also there was no real difference between like Lee said there was a lot of like decorating and finishes um types of podcasts and youtube channels if you will and there's also a lot of educational stuff for people who know what they're talking about but there's no like how to relate to design what is design kind of break it down into a relatable form so mm-hmm. our hope is that we can bring bring our hope is to bring kind of lifestyle and design together and be able to help people understand what we do a little bit better and also to be able to give you guys advice because Elise and I love what we do and <laughs> I thought you were honestly people. gonna say like giving advice and I was like yes we're very self-centered 
We love giving advice. We um, love hearing ourselves talk. <laughs> hence why we started this. <laughs> Stop. Um, but we're really excited to have the opportunity to talk about our experiences and then also things that we've learned and how you can adapt it to different things because design is very adaptable when you think of design generally people think of graphic design or interior design or finishes and decorating you think hgtv you think pinterest but there's so much more that goes into it structurally architecturally there's codes we have exams that we have to take to be certified Mm -hmm. um there's so many different aspects to it that we want to a, bring awareness to, and B, also show you how it's important to everyone and kind of bring you guys along on our own journey. We're not, we're, well, we're educated. We are educated. We do have degrees. <laughs> we're really dumb. I have degrees. She has a degree. <laughs> Stop. We're really dumb and therefore you guys should listen to us. No. <laughs> um, but we are still learning about our own um discipline and it changes every day and evolves and year to year you can see great differences in design and so we're also going to be educating ourselves and then hypothetically educating you guys and also again how do you relate design to your own life like for example my sister's a nurse how can she bring different aspects of design into her life and how can she apply it to different things she does every day in order to i don't know maybe benefit her lifestyle that could be really fun and we're just hoping to make everything a little bit more relatable. Yes. And digestible, because I feel like a lot of people, when describing their field, try to seem smarter, so then they use terms that people wouldn't generally know. So it's like mm-hmm. not as... I mean, I get it because it's more ego-driven at that point, but just make it more digestible so that anyone can really understand what we're talking about and not be, feel like, oh, well... I don't know what they're talking about. I'm just going to turn it off, which is what I do half the time if it's not something I can, like, understand. So So I really am stupid. (laughs) Just here to confirm. It's just because it's past, like, 5 o'clock at night, okay? Before 5 o'clock, we're smart. When we're at work, we're pretty smart. (laughs) Literally. It uses all my brain power. (laughs) Literally me walking out of my office, getting into my car, my brain stays at work. She lives there. I always thought that, like, I always thought that psychopaths, like, sat in the car in silence, but now after work, sometimes I do. (laughs) What? I was like, what kind of turn is this podcast taking? (laughs) I'm saying that sometimes, like, the day is, like, so much that sometimes I do sit in the car. And sometimes I sit in the car and, like, sing, scream, so it's like, it could be either way, but I definitely used to think that people who sat in the car completely silent mm-hmm. we're like psychopaths but maybe their like day at work was just hard <laughs> <laughs> we also elise and i both have pretty long commutes to work so that's also why we have the opportunity to a sit in silence then b scream sing at nothing to get all of our feelings out and also drive normally all within our half an hour commutes so do you have to go on the highway at all I well kind of yes for two exits oh, okay I'm on the highway for probably three minutes of my entire half an hour drive oh okay I'm on main roads the whole time like I pass them all and um I go by like car dealerships and stuff like that like I'm on like at one point roads. it's a six lane road yeah so it's busy but um not the highway the whole time I got do you, you? Yeah, for like 10 minutes. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not too bad. No. Go a little speedy, speedy. Get yeah. through. Exactly. So, would you like to start our catch up? Yes, I can start the catch up. Our Absolutely. Our condiments. Um. Let's see. What have I been up to? I. Well, my catch up, I guess, could be really long. <laughs> Queen. <laughs> a lot's happened in the past month of my life, but I have just started a new job. Um, my first post-professional career, my first post-professional job, if you will. Um, I started that last week, um, and it has been really fun so far. Last week, I did a lot of orientation stuff and training, getting acquainted with the company that I'm working for um and getting to know my coworkers. I don't work at a massive company. It's about medium sized. Um so slowly starting to learn everyone's names. <laughs> and it's been really fun so far. I really enjoyed it. I've gone on site visits. I've actually went out today and did measuring for a building that we're going to have to build AutoCAD plans for. Um, I My new job, I don't think I've actually said, I am a designer at a construction company and I'm going to be a little bit vague. I think both of us are going to be a little bit vague about our companies because we don't want to necessarily be like associated with it yeah and well not even the association i think that yeah i guess it is the association we want to just let our like this is more personal yeah yeah our split up our professional and personal lives but i am a designer at a construction company and i specialize in 3d renderings which has been super super fun so i help clients see um what they're purchasing from us before they actually buy it and i'm able to make tweaks and edits in my program so that they can kind of see real time what their house would look like in um uh one version or another and they can edit things and approve things and stuff like that so i've yeah. been really loving it so far it's been very fun um outside of work i haven't done a lot of stuff i've just come out of my housewife era if you will um i moved here about two months ago now and um well hang on i just moved here from uh maine grew up in maine my whole life I now live in North Carolina, so it's been an adjustment for sure. Um, living very far away from my family for the first time, which yeah. another big adjustment. But so far, it's been good. I definitely miss my people and my family, but um, right now, it's good, I think. It's an adjustment, but I actually heard on a podcast, I think two or three days ago, that you need to give... Um, a new place about a year before you can actually say whether you dislike it or you like it it gives you enough time to settle and to create your home and get used to your surroundings and your different type of culture and the place that you're in the people you're with and stuff like that so i'm yeah. about two months into that year and so far i'm gonna give it a solid like We'll go of, we'll give it like a six or six and a half out of ten so far. Yeah. 
like good could be better could be a lot worse um <laughs> but i think that's honestly gonna go up more because of work because i now have a built-in community but beyond that yeah and like you have structure weekend. to your day now and stuff like that like mm-hmm. i feel like it's worse when you're literally just sitting around or like i mean you were doing it stuff is. but like if you don't have a schedule i feel like it just makes such a big difference Yes. Um, going grocery shopping twice a week is not a good schedule and laying in bed the rest of the time. Um, <laughs> although it was incredibly relaxing, doing it for two months was just too much for me personally. Yeah. But on another note, last weekend, um, so my boyfriend really likes golfing and I ended up tagging along. I generally do, but I really like driving the cart and I'll bring my Kindle and read. So I've been doing a lot of that recently we went to a new course i got to see a new part of the town that we live in um and it was really fun it got cold and dark a lot earlier i think than we were expecting so we Mm -hmm. actually ended up being out there like at dusk and it was cloudy and like really dark here like it was a really gray day so it got really dark really early (laughs) um so we were finishing up the last two holes like and it was like almost dark. What happens <laughs> if you like lose balls on the course? Um, nothing. Oh. It de- well, it depends. If you lose it in the woods, you could like go in the woods. If you lose it in the water, generally you leave it. Um, they don't I mean, unless you want to go a little But it's like the balls money. that you own, so like you're kind of out like the money that you paid for it, right? Yeah. Okay. But you also one of my favorite things I'll do when I'm driving is I actually look for balls. Um, so, like, we'll probably collect the same amount of balls that he loses when we play. Oh, that's usually, good. like, say, like, three, four. Depends on the day. Yeah. He's not a professional golfer, but he's pretty good. <laughs> he's doing great. It's really fun for me to go. I like watching. I like coaching him on a sport I've never played it in my life. Um, I'm perhaps a petite bit of a control freak. Maybe just just a little bit just a tad just a little bit but it's fine anyways um that's really it for me what have you what have you been up to elise so i am also a designer i work at an architecture firm that's really small in my area i live in upstate new york and we do pretty much um just commercial projects so i've just been doing a lot of those plans and stuff um, I like that it's a small pro- uh, firm because I get to do a lot of stuff from rendering to the boring stuff like the construction documents and all that stuff. But just, Ew. yeah, I know, <laughs> a tragedy. <laughs> but everything else I love is just constant floor plans of different types of spaces from like businesses to apartments to all that stuff. And then on the side, I am a real estate agent. So after work, I usually have showings or have to write up a contract or I'm just looking at homes for people in general. So I'm busy, busy always. And then I was like, you know what? Just <laughs> let's start a podcast too. Because let's honestly, I've been thinking another, about it. I was like, if you don't try literally like anything you like somewhat want to do, like you're never going to know. Mm-hmm. This is true. So... I might not be a real estate agent forever because I like it, but I also see it as being something because, I mean, it is, like, so time-consuming but also flexible. I feel like it's something I would do if, like, I wanted to be more of a, like, a schedule-flexible mom, which is not me yet, so. (laughs) 
I might have to come back to that, but we'll see. Anyways, as for just life updates, I went on a hike this weekend and it was supposed to be, what's it called? Like 3.2 miles. So not long at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have this app called All Trails and it tells you it's like social media for the trails kind of so people will post if they were just on this trail and they'll say like how many hours ago they were there and any suggestions or like the conditions of the trail so if it's muddy um like if it's buggy all that stuff so I looked at the like comments section or like rating section of this one hike that we were doing and it was saying that one person said there's a second parking lot so when we got there, I could not tell where the second parking lot was because there was a road, but it didn't look like you could actually like drive on it. Like as a hiker, I thought it was more for like the forest rangers and stuff. Is that what they're mm-hmm. called? Forest rangers? I think. Okay. Um. And so I was like, eh, we'll just park up here. So then we walk a mile and we're like, what the heck is happening? Like, how have we not stumbled upon this? Because from the parking lot, it says 3.2 miles. So I was like, okay, so it must start here. But, and it does technically, like if you do the whole 3.2 miles there and then so like another 3.2 back. But we turned around at one mile. We saw someone coming at like when we were already walking mm-hmm. back half a mile. So we had literally walked a mile and a half already. Like, literally just going back and forth in the car and (laughs) this woman was like oh from what i read it's like a mile and a half to the second parking lot and then it starts i was like seriously we were literally (laughs) like half a mile there but whatever so we walked two extra miles and then we drove up to the second parking lot and then we walked the actual hike that gets you to like the summit point which is only a one point like eight miles or something like that um but it was really pretty. The fall foliage was really nice. And do you think I say mm-hmm. foliage, right? What did you say? Foliage. Foliage? Oh, yeah. Foliage. Okay. I was listening to a YouTuber the other day who went to Portland, Maine, and she was like, we're going to see the foliage. I was like, what? No. That's okay. French. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. That sounds kind of French to me. Maybe they're French-Canadian? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, the foliage were they making a joke no or... i don't think so oh no no not the foliage <laughs> like a balayage <laughs> can't have that no. but yeah, yeah so that was really arrive. nice that was nice that's and so fun. fun and then this week has really dragged on because i don't know why some weeks are just like that because you were so excited to do the podcast that everything else seemed irrelevant true and i get to redo it tonight <laughs> yes Woo-hoo. but yeah i'm so it. excited for this podcast and because we kind of like went over how we're dividing um like the workload and stuff yeah yeah so i'm excited because i'm doing like the social media aspect so i'm really excited like curating all the pictures and stuff i'm already pumped mm-hmm. but that's really my update that's very exciting. I'm going to be doing all the editing. So if it's bad, please tell me. And I will, if it's bad, I come after Emily, my please. Ways. <laughs> but it'll be a learning curve for both of us. Although you do already have a little bit of a social media following, if you will. Um, but uh, this girl does not. She's vacant on Instagram, her account. 
rarely sees the light of day. But that's okay. Me? We all have our strengths. Me? My oh. my Instagram account, she basically doesn't exist. Yeah, that's true. You don't really post anything. Yeah, I don't really post anymore. Your love for that's me. okay. We'll see what happens. But shall we move into the actual topic for today? Yes. The meat and potatoes, if you will. Excuse me? Meat Have you and not potatoes? Heard of that? No. It's like Is it Thanksgiving already? No. <laughs> that took you way too long. <laughs> well, I was like, do I eat meat and potatoes? But I guess so. I guess I was Mashed just potatoes and turkey. Yeah, I know, but I just um, automatically thought of like just diced tomatoes and like chicken. Wait, do you actually what do you eat for wait, this is totally off topic. What do you <laughs> eat for Thanksgiving? <laughs> Because your mom's vegetarian, isn't she? Yeah, my mom's a pescatarian. So literally, <laughs> there's this thing that my uncle literally like, despises because, you know, he's a meat eater. But I'm um, not me calling me him a carnivore. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, it's called a tofurkey. Stop. So it's a tofu turkey. <laughs> no tofurkey yeah it's pretty good <laughs> i hate that so much yeah my uncle we now do thanksgiving with my aunt and uncle and he cooks us a real turkey and my mom just kind of eats so you like get to the veggies eat. and stuffing yeah <laughs> stop that's too funny all right back to our would you say meat and potatoes of our episode yeah i feel like that's definitely a saying <laughs> all right all right fine the bulk of the meal how about that the bulk yuck yeah the main the main course exactly the meat and potatoes oh my god the meat and potatoes okay i have a feeling that's gonna become a thing the meat and potatoes of the episode our future merch <laughs> our future merch comes out with um a necklace with a little like pork chop on it and then a potato charm oh my gosh you remember those like bff necklaces from claire's one's a meat <gasps> one's a potato yes <laughs> that's, that's amazing that's that's, that's iconic that's that is like mind. a core memory if one of your friends gave you one of those you knew you were set for life yes i think i had one with my friend that was condiments, so she was ketchup, I was mustard. Mm. Mm-hmm. Of course, we chose ketchup the grossest, mustard. but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it's pretty accurate to me, if, if we're going based off of my opinion. I'm definitely a spicy mustard type of gal, so yeah. She is. You they do be describing gal. me. We love that. I think, did I ever have, I don't know that I ever had one of the, like, cheesy ones, but I definitely had, like, the three-way best friends, like, heart, where, like, everyone has, like, a different piece of the heart. <laughs> I feel like the person who got, like, the middle section of the heart was, like, screwed. <laughs> <laughs> they were the third wheel on the friendship. <laughs> Truly, because the outside part is the best part. Like, what are, you, what are you supposed to do with the inside? Lucky for me, I had one of the edge pieces. Ugh. When you know you're you're a main character, mm-hmm. was definitely a main character for sure. That's great. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Anyways, back to on design. to the meat and potatoes of the episode. Period. <laughs> Coming back to the actual title of the episode, the value of design in all aspects of life. So, for this episode, since we did kind of a, a general introduction, um. We wanted to kind of piggyback off of that and look into 
what is design? What do people think design is? How can design relate out to you um, as a listener? And how can you use it within your lifestyle? Um, And I thought it would be fitting to kind of go back to the beginning for us and talk about if we're looking at other people's opinions of what we do, what did we think interior design was before we even started our education? Like where, what, what is it? What was it to us before um, we got into design? Yeah. So in high school, if I wasn't going to do interior design, I was just going to major in business and Ew. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, some people are meant for business, <laughs> I but I would not I have been I good. So I took an architecture class in high school, actually, and we used some sort of hybrid SketchUp Revit um, program to model our projects and stuff. So that was super fun, and that's kind of where I definitely learned that I really loved it. And I also took an interior design class in high school, but. It was 100% should have been called like decorating. So when I chose to go into interior design, I would say I was definitely with everyone else kind of vague, but the way I would describe it was just a cross between architecture and interior design because truly the main reason I didn't want to do architecture was I just didn't want to do five years of school. I know that's super lazy of me, but it's just the facts, so... (laughs) Yeah, I just five years sounded so gross to me. So that's why I went with interior design. And Mm -hmm. that's, I think now that I'm in the profession, my mom is definitely gets it more. I mean, doesn't totally get it, but she gets more of it as where like in the beginning, she definitely was like, I mean, rightfully so maybe like concerned about, you know, career and money Mm -hmm. and all that stuff because she definitely wanted me to be more of something like that would just that she knew would make me money so that I could like live a good life because ever since I was little if you gave me two options I would somehow know like the most expensive one that sounds completely I was gonna say that sounds like you and I'm still that way I will say I was born bougie sounds like you yeah literally born bougie what can I say so yeah that's what kind of got me into the role and what I thought of the um the fields before I was really in it how about you yeah that makes sense I think that's what a lot of people come to learn in the beginning stages mm-hmm. um I honestly had something kind of similar for me I in high school you're me I'm not hang on I was very much not a like stem oriented person if you will like I really am not a math person I am not a science person I did not enjoy um English (laughs) like English yeah no like basically anything that is like a core class if you will in like high school or college like I just I was okay at it, but I just didn't have the attention span. It wasn't stimulating. It didn't bring me joy. Um, 
it wasn't fun, basically. I yeah. had to do it, so I did it. Um, I always loved art, but um, I think art is another really misunderstood um, discipline as well. But mm-hmm. my perception of art at the time, being a sophomore in high school, um, also side note, I got into college and um, the idea of going to college very, very early in my high school career. So like I started visiting colleges, I think the end of my freshman year, and I knew I wanted to go to the college Elise and I wanted to go to by the end of my sophomore year of high school. So I was like dead set, like ready to go by the end really of my sophomore year. But um, <laughs> I... <laughs> the opposite of me, by the way, everyone. I literally yeah, chose honestly. like last minute, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, kind of matches our personalities a little bit if you yeah will. yeah that is true anyways so that really left me with my art classes and I really enjoyed art but I'm not good at like what you think of as typical art like I'm not good at sketching I can do it but I'm not great at sketching I have to work hard at it I'm not great at painting um so I was trying to think of um little what 15 year old me I was trying to think of like how can I do practical art and make a living off of it for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and it kind of landed me in the realm of graphic design interior design and architecture and I wasn't really sure of which one I wanted to go into until really my senior year of high school the colleges that I ended up choosing to look at offered all three um And that's really how I kind of picked which schools that I looked at. Mm -hmm. I took an architectural drafting and drawing class in my senior year. And that really solidified for me that I love architecture. I love interior design. And that was definitely the route I wanted to go down over graphic design. And from there, I had the perception that interior design was going to be a lot more of the fluff Um, and because I think architecture exists, so people think that the structural aspects and all of the, I guess, physical architecture that you see is done by an architect, which makes sense, I believe. Um, so I kind of came into, um, college with the perception that I'd be doing a little bit more of the fluffy stuff, not necessarily finishes, but not architecture. And that ended up being kind of false. Um, Well, kind of. That ended up being false, basically. (laughs) Um, Learned very quickly that architecture and design are very much correlated. They work together. And it ended up being, I think, a blessing in disguise because I ended up really loving the um, architectural end of design, doing all of the graphics and working on the computer and programming stuff and designing things for people virtually and giving options uh, really became my kind of sweet spot. So Mm -hmm. that was really my evolution was basically how do I do a practical art to how can I work both in design and architecture at the same time, which is really the field that interior design is and interior architecture is. Yeah. We have a lot to do. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's it's a lot, but also all of the fields interlap or uh, interlap, Mm -hmm. overlap. Overlap. (laughs) Intertwine and overlap like Mm -hmm. crazy because even architects need structural engineers to check their work 
like at all like would you i feel like people wouldn't really think of like architects yeah design the building and can do all the construction documents but you still need structural engineers to really look at it see what's load bearing all that and then we do the interiors which architects can do but i mean even when i went into my job they obviously i mean they obviously did interiors but i'm the first like actual interior designer at the Mm -hmm. firm i work at and they're definitely even they're learning what we do which Mm -hmm. is kind of crazy and like the extent of knowledge that we also had to know and the testing we have to go through so it's I mean I guess it's good that everyone's kind of learning but I feel like we're definitely maybe we're not the first wave but I feel like still the people who graduated before us might still more do more of like the decorating part I don't know maybe not Mm -hmm. but that or again like why we have this podcast of like speaking up about what we do maybe yeah you definitely hear more about the decorating aspect and i think that's definitely attributed to hgtv which is a really really great platform and it really brings awareness to what design is and the importance of design but as every tv show and reality tv show does you miss a lot of the key important steps and the length of time that it takes to actually complete the projects and the behind the scenes of getting the permits and making sure you meet code and also working with the city to make sure that X, Y, and Z things are met Um, and getting into also the architectural aspect, the design aspect, which they show a little bit of, but generally when I think of like an HGTV show, I think of Oh, okay, they're buying a house. They're agreeing they're going to build, uh, break down this wall. It shows the couple with the host of the show breaking down a wall with a sledgehammer and then, like, moving into the house, basically, and the house is done. Yeah. Like, and yeah. it doesn't happen like that. Like, it skips all it, the steps, and, of course, it takes you, like, antique shopping and all that stuff that just... Antique shopping. Like, it just... I mean, it depends on you know where you are in the field and stuff and we'll get into that Mm -hmm. but i have personally been in the field for like a year and a half and i have not gone antique shopping nor have i gone general shopping to like home goods or anything Mm -hmm. like that so there are types of designers that do a bulk of shopping that way and that's a different type of discipline within our kind of umbrella of design and i'll probably relate to that or i'll mention that quite a few times but there's a really large overarching uh, discipline, mm-hmm. I guess, when you're talking about design. Like, you have decoration, there's interior design, you have interior architecture, there are landscape designers, you have also architects follow under that. Um, you have selections coordinators who are picking out the finishes, you have people working behind the scenes doing the renderings, you have artists and people working with all of these other people and there's a lot of interaction in between all of these different disciplines within our larger discipline um there's a whole lot of crazy stuff going on but excuse me decoration is what generally gets the most um views like and attention. gets the most attention absolutely yeah so yeah it's <laughs> It's a very long-winded just kind of description of interior design that we'll obviously build off of throughout the different episodes, but yeah, all absolutely different aspects, but also different things that we want to bring into other topics. Like we want to make sure that 
we tell people how design can benefit life, um, both figuratively and literally, and how, say, in the figurative sense, um, for example, we have one episode that is planned called The Design of Misogyny, um, which is a rant actually Lisa and I had about a week ago and decided we need to stop and save it for the podcast. But um, figuratively, what is the design behind misogyny and how can we as people today potentially use our everyday lives to overcome these things or to help other people overcome this viewpoint that we have? Um Or we'll have episodes where it's very literal, where we're going to go through and talk about how do you design your office for you to best be, um, or how do you design your office to be the most motivated you can to do your work or to help you remember to do X, Y, and Z for Mm -hmm. your client or for this meeting? And where do you feel the most productive? Why is that? So actually going into kind of the science behind design, literally. So making sure that we talk about both ends of the spectrum and really relating us and what we know and what we're going to learn to you guys and your lives because we understand that not everyone listening to this will have the same discipline that we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, we do want to keep it fun, especially with the figurative episodes and everything. But also we have a few sprinkled in episodes of just kind of funny ones where there's like stories and all that stuff. So we have a lot of stuff planned for this podcast. And I mean, hopefully it goes well. I feel like it will. Manifesting great things always. Always. (laughs) Yes, we're both very excited. Um, Hopefully working our way up um, in the podcast world one day. But for now... We're very happy, I think, to just be doing it and to have these conversations and people will come as they do. And we're very happy to have people here that are here and future people. (laughs) And we're glad that you guys are interested. Um, And I think that about wraps everything up that we were hoping to touch on today. So that, yeah, that's the first episode of A Whole Design Podcast. Yay! Yay! (laughs) And yeah, so when this comes out, it'll be already November 2022, which is kind of crazy. Crazy. And then we are, you'll come to know that we're obsessed with the holidays. It's unhealthy. So we're definitely the annoying people that listen to Christmas music, so... Um, I may or may not have already started listening to Christmas music. <laughs> Everyone describes not. And like it's currently literally. October. People are like, okay, bye. I am that person. I will not be that annoying person that makes you accept me for my early Christmas music. However, I, um, I most certainly am that person. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we also love the cheesy Hallmark movies. Call us cliche. It's okay. That's who we are. Yes, we've actually had a conversation about um, potentially like doing little like reviews on like holiday shows. If anyone would be yes. interested in that, we could do like a little bonus episode maybe in December and after Thanksgiving, maybe once a week. We watch Break a, little down a little movie, holiday movie. We or, should totally drink yeah. hot chocolate and stuff at the same time. <gasps> that would be great. As we talk and stuff. I mean, I'll drink hot chocolate all ASMR drinking hot chocolate. <laughs> Stop. No, that'd be so bad. No, it would be amazing. Everyone's like, okay, we're like, okay, yeah, that's all right. We're not. (laughs) All right, we're wrapping it up. We're wrapping it up. 
Um, remember to like and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram at a whole with that spelled a w h o l e design podcast uh, to keep up with us on a regular basis. And then, so we're eventually going to do polls and like questions and stuff like that to be hopefully featured in future episodes. Um, And then we'll also have a whole new podcast every Wednesday. So we'll see you next week, a-holes. Bye. Bye.